Stephen Jill here for Land Academy. This week we're on vacation yes. and we're not recording our usual daily podcast episodes. Instead, today we are going to air episode number 785, which originally aired Friday, August 10th, 2018. It's called Leave Your Land Alone. <laughs> we'll be back next week with more original content. I'm leaving a lot alone this week. <laughs> Jill here. Hi. Oh, sorry. Hi, Stephen Jill. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from sunny Southern California. Today, Jill and I talk about leaving your land alone. We've been talking Hi. about it all week. There's a lot of things I'd like to just leave it alone. Yeah. I feel like Why I say that a lot. we as people have to mess with stuff you know that's true get our hands all up in anything everything leave it alone i bet that's been going on since the beginning of time i'm sure it has like i more than anybody love the concept of messing with stuff to improve it or constantly moving forward or you know for me it's, it's like all data driven finding better ways to analyze data to make decisions and stuff that's true but actually physically changing a property like a contractor does or a developer does. And I understand all that too. Right. We, 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 the world needs people like that for sure. There's I'm just time. not one of those people. And I think if you're going to maximize money, you know, for us at this level, there's no better way for us to maximize money than what we do. I agree. You know, I was going to say the whole point to me about leaving it alone is you already won. So why mess with it? You you bought it at the right price. That's when you know. You should buy these assets knowing that if I do nothing, it's just going to be fine. So we're all in the business of creating equity, right? Well, you know what? Before we get into it, let's take a question from uh, okay. one of the members on the Land Ambassadors uh, online community. It's free. Brandon asks, in our last mailer campaign, I suppose some properties zoned for multi-family multi-family were included and someone just signed an offer and sent it back good to buy their multi-family zone vacant land in a city for eight grand that's what we're in the business here for this what? Is, oh, I, I love how this is going the property across the street also vacant is asking fifty thousand dollars the market in this area is fairly hot and we've sold property in the subdivision before but not multi-family this is good stuff however the town is currently embroiled in a lawsuit against the city or department of water resources over the prohibition of drilling new wells. I'm quite certain, though, based on city planning maps, that this property has access to public water lines. I've called the water company several times in the past, but they're never <laughs> helpful with vacant land. No kidding. They won't tell me if their service if they service a particular area, only if they service an address that already has a house on it. So my question is. Is this a run to the bank situation? Yes. Or are there troubles buying multifamily zone vacant land? Oh, and I almost forgot to mention that across the street and two parcels over, there's already a thriving apartment complex constructed. Also, SFR land in the area is asking $18,000 to $20,000 yeah. uh, and up. Run so what would you guys do? I would run to the bank. Totally. You know, I don't know what this, I, I, under, I understand and respect your quest for, like I said, getting to know the facts and the information, but I wouldn't have taken it this far. I would have uh, ran to the bank and purchased the property. Well, I like, you know, when you can, what we say is put in the posting, you know, 
in good faith what you already know. So in good faith, you could say, here's what I know about every parcel around there. I yep. can't get a definitive answer about this. So you just need to know, you know, and so the person, it looks good, but I can't guarantee yeah. it. That's really the kind of, that's what you're saying. And I can't, I can't definitively say that you can't do it. So it's awesome. It's a great situation. Water. I mean, water's always a huge topic, especially out West. So, and chances are this is out West or there wouldn't be any issues. So, and water and, and new hookups and all of that stuff. You know, I, I'm not educated enough to know about it, but okay. I'll tell you, I do know talking to municipalities about things like this can be really frustrating. And I think that if you stuck to our actual Land Academy 1.0 slash cash flow from land concept and you buy it for eight and sell it for 16 and double your money, right? I think that's going to happen in a week. Yep. And just with disclosing 100% of the truth, which is... I called the water company and I don't know, they couldn't get any answers. Right. And everything else, I don't know anything about it, but right. this is a hell of a deal. Right. Love it. Today's topic, leave your land alone. Don't call about the water rights. <laughs> this is the meat of the show. Half, That's hilarious. Half kidding there. <laughs> don't pick up the, don't pick up the phone. <laughs> Hold back. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Don't even look. Don't look at it. Just leave your land alone. Don't look at it. Don't make a single call. <laughs> don't research exactly what more about the zoning to see what else is possible. And if you can really keep an R very on there 365 days a year, because I've had this, or you have to move it, you know, every other month, something silly like that. So leave it alone. We now are, we're done. We're all here, <laughs> all of us, unless there's something really strange about you. We're all here to create equity. How do you create equity? Like this is philosophical financial stuff now. You, f you create equity by A, buying something for less than it's worth. If you buy, I'm going to use the, the collar. I keep saying collar. Hmm. The question asker, I'm going to use their example. They, they're buying a piece of property for $8,000. It's worth 50 and they're going to sell it for 16. They have created $8,000 worth of equity just by signing a piece of paper and then signing a piece, piece of paper again on the sell side or several pieces of paper. You know what I mean? Yes. There's another way to create equity by making improvements or creating something. Here's a, an obscure example. This is actually, these are true, true examples. Did you know that a television in general is basically worth the sum of its parts, the sum of its raw material parts? There's very, very, very little markup or equity created when you construct a te television. I don't know why, but it's just the way it is. When you construct a car, the kind that everybody drives, not like a high-end car, you create about the manufacturer takes raw materials and they create about, through the whole process, $10,000 worth of equity. You can either create equity by improving the raw material, improving the land, hmm. putting a structure on it, subdividing it, doing some stuff to it. Right. Or you can just buy it cheap. Those are the two ways. There's not any more ways than that in creating right. equity. Which one do you want? Which one's easier? Which one's less time consuming? Which one's more data driven? Which one doesn't need a factory and a, all that? For us <laughs> and most of our members, if not all of them, we all believe in using data to get 
and manipulating data and to get to find sellers who don't want this stuff anyway. Right. We're not selling them any. They're not selling them. Make trying to make them do a decision, make a decision they don't want to make. Or there's no hard selling in this at all. Oh, sell the property for this. This is what we're willing to pay. Sign here. Otherwise, we're we're all good. Sorry, we're good. Move on. No big deal. And there's very consistent, predictable results. Um, we've been doing this for years and years and millions and millions of offers we've sent. And we continue to send offers every single week. Mm -hmm. And the numbers do not fluctuate that much. So which one do you want to do? Do you want to leave your land alone? Or do you want to go, go through the process of creating equity the other way? Right. You have two choices. If you have a job... All you're doing is doing this for someone else right now. It, 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 no matter how small your job is or, no, or how high you up you are, you're helping somebody else create equity. That's and they're paying you for it in a form of a salary. That's true. So I woke up to this a lot of years ago and said, you know, I'm just not interested Never in looked at it that creating way. equity for someone else any longer. That's very true. I'd like to create it for myself. Well, even if you're in the in the service industry, you know, whatever you do, maybe you're, I don't know, maybe even just, you're an accountant. You're doing the paperwork and you're good at it. You're better than everybody. You're better than me learning it myself to do my own books, for example, and I'm willing to pay for that. So that's the equity, right? As you're, and, and I'm talking like you work for somebody in an accounting firm. Mm -hmm. The firm is making money, having all these people do all the work, and, and marking it up, obviously, sure. and that's the equity. Yeah. Is that a good example? You yeah, I mean, I, I would argue the service company, accounting is a service company for, let's say the account, accounting company, their clients are manufacturers. They've designed airplane parts. You know, right. They're just now, they're employed by airplane manufacturer, part manufacturer to create equity for the part. They're just right. getting paid to help that person create equity. Exactly. It's a little bit of a, you know, it's a second tier relationship, but yeah, you're right. Okay. Like a restaurant, a pizza restaurant. You talked about it yesterday. Yes. This, you know, what what are the ingredients in a pizza? It's got to be maybe a dollar, right? Maybe $2 and you're selling it for 14 or 25 right. or whatever. I mean, you're creating equity that way. You're improving those raw ingredients for to make a final product. I know this is philosophical. Right. But it's important to understand because... I think a tremendous amount of time and resources, and, and I'm going to get green here for a second, all the problems that happen with labor and carbon footprints and landfills and inefficiency okay. all come from the second part, the second part of creating equity. Is this boring yet? No, I'm hanging in there. <laughs> So funny. How bad is it, really? No, I, <laughs> well, it's funny. I'm sure this is this is what's great. This is this is the value. This is the value of what we're doing right now with the audio and the video. So, people listening know that guy Jill's kind of quiet there, and people watching are going, "Where is her mind going right now?" <laughs> Can you all tell that I'm like my eyes are like glossing over? I'm I'm staring at the camera, and I I I'm, I have this smile on my face, like I'm paying attention. But if you look. Real deep into my eyes. <laughs> There's nothing there. There's nothing. <laughs> You're thinking about the beach, are you now? <laughs> I'm thinking about pizza for lunch. <laughs> wow, that sounds good, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. 
that's what I that's kind of where I went and so then we back to your pizza example oh, man. oh gosh sorry so and, and then, you know there's a the world is packed full of people that have to see what they're creating and touch it and make the pizza that they just see what's in front of them and they make stuff and I understand that go ahead I thought of a good point this is so interesting I was watching a documentary or something I was reading on I don't remember what maybe it was just a, I'm always reading and looking at new stuff and growing your business and things like that and I was just this whole discussion about people who can't grow their business and it made me think of the pizza story and it was talking about a woman who had a bakery she was so excited she opened this bakery and you know but she couldn't shift from being the sole baker and yeah. touching it all and making it all go out perfect from her shop to grow her business and even imagine having two stores and three stores and four stores which she could totally different talents but she couldn't she had to touch it yeah she couldn't make that transition that's a bankery by the way that you want to go to oh yeah, <laughs> you don't want to awesome. own it or any of that well stuff. hold on a moment though <laughs> here's my other thing Three years, I don't know, by three years in, it's not going to be as good as it was on day one because the woman's burnt out now. If she's the one opening the opening up the bakery every morning at 4 a.m., yeah. you can't do that. You, you you will work yourself to the, you know, whatever. So um, I just made me think of that. Yeah. <sighs> That's, sorry. No, it's okay. okay. So for my money, I mean, the other element here is time, right? So let's say... That's good. I mean, you have two choices with a piece of property. You can sell it, re immediately resell it for less, or you can sit around and create equity by improving it for way more time and way more money. So which one do you want to do? Exactly. And what's also involved in that decision is risk. What are you going to run into? What are the unknown issues that you're going to run into by uh, connecting to the city water? Tons. Yeah. And at this day and age, is you don't just... We, in this country, you can't just do stuff without... You got to get approval from everybody. Right. And everybody wants to be paid. And it never goes how you think it's going to go. You right. know how... The, re, reselling land... If you ever listen to more than 20 minutes of any episode of these shows, you know how much of a curmudgeon I am and a naysayer I am about all... It's just stuff that goes on. There's constantly stuff that gets in your way of being creating equity. But if you buy an asset and just immediately resell it, it almost goes... I have to say, we've done, what, almost 16,000 deals right now and, uh, up to this that's, point. That's us. That's not our community. And we buy. Yeah. Oh, our community. Uh, I don't even want to know, but I'm just saying, I want to make sure it's clear. They do it's, that many this in a month. Exactly. So. <laughs> and I have to say, we have had, I can probably count on two hands at the problems that we've actually had in any of those deals. Because we kept it simple. Keep yeah. it simple, stupid. Just leave it alone. Could you leave imagine? Your land alone. I have a question. Can I ask a question? Leave your land alone. Yeah. How fast would we have been out of business if we decided on every piece of rural vacant land that we purchase that we would put in a road oh. and a well and get power out there? <laughs> <laughs> we would be out of business on the first deal. Thank you. That's my point. I'm done. I mean, I don't know what, how else to follow that up. Could you imagine? I mean, that's a, in the simplest terms. That's it. Just leave it alone. Exactly. It's it's for the end user to do what they want with. That's that's their job. Exactly. You know, also, could you imagine if where we live, none of that was there? Right. You would never want to live there. Exactly. So, buying stuff and reselling it, 
or buying a company that's for another topic buying a company that buys stuff and reselling it as the owner where you don't work there now nah, I'm actually writing a book called acquisitions there's no way to make money faster than buying a company and never working there but improving the back-end stuff the data piece the computers not the actual whatever they do big pieces or make airplane parts or whatever right. everything in between that's a topic for a whole different time creating equity you want to find the most efficient way to create equity I'll end it like that leave your land alone <laughs> <laughs> well you've done it again you spent another 15 or 20 minutes listening to the land and watching the land academy show join us next time for other interesting episodes and we'll answer all your questions in the meantime if you post them on landinvestors.com it's free you are not alone in your real estate ambition it's too much philosophy yeah that was good though was it i know i think that was good i think you made your point i mean i hope i made our we hope we made our point i'm sure we made our point yeah yeah I'm sure i think too by now you know what we're all about <laughs> share the fun by subscribing on itunes or wherever you are listening or watching on youtube and while you're at it please rate us there we, we are, are steven jill, jill. information